The Truck and Driver podcast is sponsored by Snap Account, the all-in-one payment solution for truck parking, washing, tolls and more. I'd like to welcome on to the Truck and Driver podcast Laura Cardwell and Tiggy from Lim Truck Wash, um, who we've been to see twice this year. Hello. Uh, Hello. Hello. They've been they've been very busy with um, not only washing trucks, there've been a lot of special events and things uh, happening uh, this year and coming up as well. So, um, Laura, if you want to tell us a little bit about the truck wash, where it is and how it got established, that'd be great. Okay. Yeah, we're based um, Junction uh, Twenty on the M6 M56 interchange. Uh, it got it was started in 1967 by my parents, John and Anne Cardwell. Uh, my dad started off by washing uh, shell tankers up at Trafford Park in the middle of the night, shunting wagons around, and he built it up from there. He used to wash all over the country with men in pickups and pressure washers on the back. And in uh, 96, 97, we actually were on the services. Um, we moved, we went to there, and we set, ended up with five truck washers on there. And we've recently, well, a year and a half ago, moved to Poplar Park, 100 metres over the road. We now own our own site, which is fantastic. Uh, we've got four washers on there, but we can still wash the same because they're much quicker and their technology is, is much more developed uh, by wash tech. Um, so, yeah, so it's great. And we, we wash between 50 and 60,000 HGVs and LGVs a year. Um, yeah, so that's us, really. <laughs> 30 seconds off the motorways. And, uh, yeah, it's going well. All right. So the, the washing um, assembly, I don't know, what would you call What would you call them? The equipment that you've got. Um, how many guys have you yeah. got working there and... Um, how is it? What's it, what's the setup with it? Um, I've run oh, through, I've right. run through it a few times. Um, I've, yeah. I think I've been through it. I've been through it with the Renault, the Volvo, and that white Scania. Uh, oh, and yeah, the, the, and the Maroon Iveco as well. I've been through it four times. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you came through yeah, yeah. that. It's always it's, pretty, um, it's, it's always pretty quick. <laughs> it is pretty quick, and that's the main thing that um, we we do as a, a, as good a job as we can, and. Um, and, and keep the downtime to a minimum because obviously that is just every minute you guys are off the road is, is costing a lot of money. So when they drive in, um, they don't get out of their cab. They come straight straight up to drive a height kiosk and there's either Liz or Tiggy or one of the men in there. AMPR picks up your registration, throws it into the system. You could, we've got over 900 accounts. Uh, we take Snap fuel cards and now we've just taken a new system called Your Travis, which enables us to take shell cards as well and a lot of European cards. So we've just started working with them, which is really exciting. Um, and also you can pay by cash and, and credit and debit cards. Um, that whole system takes literally probably 20 seconds for each transaction. At the same time, you get a free cup of tea or coffee, biscuit, air freshener. How are you? Made to feel welcome. We know what it's like. You guys are out there on your own for, for so long. So a smiley, welcoming face is always appreciated, I think. You then go around the corner. I've got 10 guys out there. They do the pre-wash, uh, the, the bits that the, the wash isn't going to reach, soap, soap up all the wagons, so your chassis rails, your wheels behind the cab, your mirrors, um, give the brush a good, ca uh, sorry, the cab a good brush. Um, that takes about three to four minutes. Then you're sent down the lane and the wash takes about four and a half minutes. So all in all, it's about eight, nine minutes to wash. And we can wash everything from a, a standard unit and trailer to tankers, tippers, walking floors, bulkers. Uh, we can do vans, which is fantastic uh, because we couldn't do that on our old site. Our old washers wouldn't allow us to do that, but WashTech do, so that's great. 
um, seven and a half tons, you name it, we, we can wash it. <laughs> so it's great and it's, it's working well. It's working really well. And everyone, um, I think now that the wash isn't, it's not just a truck wash, it's a bit of a destination. Um, and like I say, we make, like to make everyone feel as welcome as, as we can. Brilliant. So you've just been and finished, um, when was it? Was it last week you had your driver's week? Or your driver's day, rather? We had a driver's day on the 29th of April. Um, and that was, we decided to um, do a day uh, about dry, uh, mental, mental awareness um, in the industry. Um, we had a lot of support from companies such as D4 Drivers, uh, Taskmaster, Motorway Buddy, um, the RHA, Certas, oh gosh, there were about 13, 14 companies supporting us, which was amazing. Maple Fleet, um, yeah, it was great. And everyone gave um, some goodies. TT Nation, but yeah, TT Club. Um, everyone gave some goodies uh, to put in a bag, as well as information about the charities we were supporting. Um, Heads Together is like the umbrella um, that envelopes them all, and it's Young Minds. What were they takes? Oh my God, I've completely forgotten. Uh, there's, uh, there's Calm Zone, Young Minds, and Man Club. Andy's yeah. Man Club. Yeah, we do yeah. some stuff with Andy's Man Club. Yeah, I think you recommended them, Doogie, too. Uh-huh. You, so you, you were very kind. I was like, oh, what, you know, which one's to focus on the industry? Um, so that was great. So we gave every driver that day, got a goodie bag with the information in, with the goodies in. Um, and we also ran a raffle as well for the charities, which raised, um, 980 pounds, which was fantastic. Um, the drivers are so generous with things like that. And, um, it's just, it's really lovely to see. Uh, and we also had sort of a bit of a gathering all in strict social distancing and COVID rules outside, um, and yeah, it was great. People from the companies that supported us called in and we washed just over 300 trucks that day as well, which which was a bonus, but it was nice. It was about the drivers. It was about raising awareness in the industry. And uh, yeah, I think it was a great success, wasn't it, Tegs? Yeah, it was very good. Yeah. Well, it's, it's great to have those conversations about mental health and things, especially with the, the circumstances of what's gone on over the past year for everybody uh, with coronavirus, yeah. whether, whether or not you've... Um, been furloughed or you've had to work from home or like the guys in the trucks who've been working through all of it um especially at the early point where nobody knew how uh, contagious and deadly it was going to be and the lorries just kept on going um but that's that's um really good um you've got the cam zone and andy's man club involved with that as well because um traditionally um lorry drivers men people in trades just haven't talked about mental health or anything at all when it's just about yeah. it's just about making it normal you know it's just making it yeah. like just mm. something, it you don't even, something you don't even think it, about you know it is normal yeah. it's another illness um and there's nothing wrong with having mental health problems i think we've all suffered from them haven't we at some point or another you know um so it's it's nothing to be ashamed about at all and i think it's great now that that you know not just in our industry but all over everyone is accepting it and talking about it and it's great that there's so much yeah. out there for people yeah i think it's important to simplify the language of things as well because i think a lot of guys will start doing a runner when you know if you in the past it would be quite like over earnest like people like mr mackey from south park you know they'd be like, talk, yeah. uh, would uh kind of make guys shy away from it but it's all right to say you know i feel like shit today <laughs> you know yeah i feel i feel like uh yeah. i feel like absolute garbage you know if you simplify the text that's what it's all about and it's it's all right not to feel all right um and it's exactly. it's, it's important yeah, to be able to talk to somebody about it as well um yeah. because that can yeah. help enormously 
no, so that's that um, was a, a really good initiative. Um, and of course, it's just the start of things like that. I guess you'll be with the success of that, you'll be looking to do another one in due course. Yeah, we've got Piggy. Do you want to talk about the day we've got on the May the twenty seventh, which is a bit of a fun day, isn't it? Yes, so on May the 27th, we're working with Taskmaster and we're doing a golden ticket day. So uh, all the drivers that will come to the wash on that day will each get a little goodie bag. And in the goodie bag will be a Galaxy chocolate bar. In the chocolate bar, there is a 10% chance of winning um, any prize. So it's from CPC modules, um, Greg's vouchers, Amazon vouchers, hats, cups pens it varies so you could win you know one of them it's a golden ticket um, if you've won you get a golden yeah. ticket in your galaxy i mm. can't guarantee so it's a bit like a willy wonka day <laughs> you should have said we could yeah. have, we could have given you something for that oh wow no so we'll, don't worry we're still having lots of other days we've got yeah on june the 4th so the week later the friday yeah. is national donut day apparently there seems to be a national day for everything it's great um and default drivers <laughs> even though they are driver medicals are supplying us with donuts for every driver that day in with uh default drivers icing on i presume um and well. uh, they, we're, <laughs> we're calling it treat friday so, uh, because we shouldn't probably promote that everyone eats lots of donuts, well, but um, actually... <laughs> donuts in moderation are good for your mental health, you know, exactly. that's a treat. Exactly. Cheer you up. <laughs> so, uh, that's another day we've got. And I think um, the RHA, uh, if you want to work with us on this as well, Doogie, it'd be mm -hmm. great. We've got the RHA have obviously just launched their HGV Heroes campaign again, which I just think is a fantastic thing. And it's not just about drivers. It's about everyone in the industry, whether you sit behind a desk or you drive a forklift or you drive an HGV or LGV, you know, you, people can put you forward and, you, you know, it's just brilliant. Mm. Um, so we will probably do a day for that at some point as well. Um, yeah. I don't actually know when it culminates. I need to look into it more, uh, but it has only mm. started. So we're starting to promote that and support them in, in that as well. So it'd be great if Truck and Driver wants to get involved with us on that. Yeah, certainly. Or, we, or, we do, well, we do <laughs> run um, the Truck and Driver Awards as well. We're really usually yes. looking for nominations. We ran that for the first time last year, and it was amazing the amount of nominations that we got. Um, for yeah. it, you know, and it was really if you start reading through the nominations as well, you know, they just we could bring you to tears some of the the yeah. sacrifices that people have made and the things that they've gone through. Um, so we're running yeah. that, running that again. There is there is a lot of enthusiasm for giving people in the haulage industry um, a bit of um, reward, a bit of recognition because so often they don't get that. No. And of course, it does go into. It's good that it's not just. Um, it's important that it is drivers, but also you get people, yeah, people in offices and things that are sitting doing stuff yeah. that are just uh, otherwise completely, um, um, yeah, they would never get, in, never it get is anything. Scary though. <laughs> it is scary though now, like half the people just that you don't understand, like how it gets your way to be. Oh, the, no. yeah, the general and understanding of the industry, the yeah, and everyone yeah. managing, okay. directing. No, it's you know, they just like you said, they don't get the recognition. I yeah, think well, as well, it's like I put my all my team forward last year for the HGV Heroes because in my mind they are. They've worked tirelessly throughout the pandemic when I'm sure they've seen, had plenty of friends furloughed sitting at home. Um, I think that was probably fun for a few months and then everyone got a bit fed up. But was, were sitting yeah, I mean, it was I bad enough. I was, I, yeah. was never, <laughs> I was never even furloughed. I just had to do a lot of working from home 
Uh, and normally, yeah. normally I would be racking up tens of thousands of miles in the car when I'm not yeah. driving trucks as well. And just staying at home has had um, a huge effect on me. Um, yeah. Certainly. Um, so if you were furloughed for that time, yeah, it would start to drive me up the wall. I would be uh-huh. desperately looking for something to go and do. Um, I know. I mean, it's just so... Yeah, so my guys they, and girls have just been fantastic and keeping going. And, you know, and it was scary because, okay, we work out predominantly outside. But, you know, this time last year, we really didn't know still. No, well, it was bad, wasn't it? We, we had more of an idea because it was getting into May. But it was scary, you know. And, um, you know, a few guys went to tests and, and we were lucky. Uh, t- touch wood. <laughs> um, but, you know. It's uh, the unknown, isn't it? Yeah, we kept up with our, all our uh, precautionary measures. We still do, you know, um, and uh, it, it's it's working. Um, but, yeah, the, my guys were amazing because it was... Uh, it, it was it was tough, wasn't it? It was tough, but hopefully we're coming out of it now. Yeah, um, it's, it's dragging on uh, just a, just a little um, bit. It's going to take <laughs> it's going to take time for everything to get back to complete normal. I don't see. I reckon. Um, I don't think everything will go completely back to the way that it was before and things. Um, I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody that's, apart from people who've got like little kids at school who's had a cold, or know anybody that's had a cold since all of this because of the measures that are in place. To limit contact with people, um, I've not had a cold for like about two years now. Um, oh, my, my little girl has given me. I've had. She's she's a nursery, and yeah, she she came back with a cold a couple of weeks ago. But you're right, Doogie. Even you know through this final lockdown, um, we didn't. She wasn't bringing anything home to start with, and then maybe we got one in sort of like March or something. But yeah, you're right. All our immune systems are going to be so down, aren't they, when we do start getting stuff again? And that's that's going to have a knock-on effect as well. So, yeah, it's um, it's tough. And you know, and I think there's people as well who have been at home, working from home or furloughed, and they're genuinely um, scared about going back to work and being with people. You know, and I think that that thing as well, isn't it? And um, it is yeah, going to be. Um, there is, know, there's a whole have- raft of um, mental health. Um, things to be taken into consideration because you've got people that have been uh, isolated for a long time. There's people that are genuinely scared about um, reintegrating back into everything as well. In terms of the lorry drivers, I mean, they've just kept going throughout and it was particularly difficult about a year ago when they started closing showers and and, uh, and it was almost impossible for guys to get food anywhere. Um, Yeah, we we were... um... Richard Burnett from the RHA uh, a couple of weeks into the pandemic rang me up and said, look, Laura, can you start asking your customers, your drivers, what they can't get, where's open, where's shut, and feed it back to me so I can feed it into government. Um, so we did that and hopefully that helped, um, you know, And uh, but so many drivers were like, we can't have sh- get showers, we can't lose, we're told not to come in. Yeah. Um, and it's just awful because they're, they were there delivering all our essential items yet they were being treated really badly. And I don't think, I mean, we all know, regardless of COVID, that that can happen, can't it, in our industry, which is really sad. Um, because without drivers, without you guys, we would have nothing. Tiggy's drinking a can of Coke, she wouldn't have that. You know, I mean, that's how <laughs> that's how, how serious it is. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it was to hear that, and it was very upsetting. So I hope that we helped in some way by feeding that information back. Yeah, definitely, everybody. It's like even having our portfolio on site, it makes such a difference to some of them because, like, that's kind of a bit of their break going through the wash. Yeah, you yeah. Know? It's great though because they'll be like, 
oh, have you got Lou? And you say, yeah, it's just that blue one there. And then you get so excited because there's, you know, not always a Lou wherever they go or where they drop or they're allowed to use it. So it's good. And it's a bit like a mini break for them as well, going through the wash. Yeah, I mean, even it just it breaks up the day, which I found that as well when I was coming in. Um, I was really, mm-hmm. I was quite gutted when I had that second Iveco a couple of weeks ago because the roots dictated that I never came past you at a decent Aww. time to come in with it. So there's a, that's, a, that's the first one in five demonstrator trucks that I haven't actually been passing. Oh, that's a shame. But yeah, it, do, we it does break up the day and get you some conversation and things because with truck drivers oh. as well, with the new coronavirus social distancing rules, I mean, lorry drivers can potentially not talk to many people over the course of a day. But the way things are now, you can end up like talking to like nobody because your paperwork's passed through a perspex screen and you can be really quite isolated um, over the course of the day. So it's nice to come in and speak to somebody and have a face-to-face conversation. And like oh, you say, good. use a proper toilet as well because there aren't... Um, yeah. It's not always um, easy. It's difficult even when you're driving to go into the services sometimes because you're thinking there's certain services that I don't like taking the truck into because I'm thinking, oh, I'm busting for the loo, but I'll drive past the services because it'll t- it's that hard to get the truck parked to go and run in and use somewhere. Wow. Um, it, it is. best as well, isn't it? Sorry? I bet it's safety as well, you know, with your truck. You, yeah, I don't want Not all places you'd feel safe just leaving it. Uh, yeah, don't, in terms of, like, I don't want somebody to hit it, especially when I've got one of those demonstrators, when I've got somebody trying to get parked in beside me and squeeze in, I'm like, please don't hit it. Oh, my God, yeah. But <laughs> cold sweat comes on. <laughs> well, we going on to things like about parking and facilities, Doogie, we... Um, as most most people know, and you probably know, we, we've had planning in for fueling on our site. Well, Certas um, have had it in now for I think it's three years. It's uh, it, it was refused, which was very disappointing. Um, uh, refused because the land it's going on is is previously developed. You go down three foot, and there's the hardcore. It's landlocked. You could never grow crops on it or let your children play on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is green belt. Um, and it's been refused on that, which is really disappointing. It's right next to the motorway. You'd think that something, you know, if you can provide fueling and washing, it, it's two jobs in one visit. So environmentally, that's a lot better. You're not pulling trucks very far off the motorway at all. It's 30 uh-huh. seconds. So uh-huh. it is an appeal at the moment. Uh-huh. So is we're somebody, hopeful. We it's not, is somebody not objecting to it? Oh yeah, we have. You, you can probably guess who yeah, guess who's opposite us. Yeah. yeah, but you're not you're not allowed to refuse planning based on competition. But unfortunately, they have the Warrington Borough Council have actually included that in their refusal, which uh, we will be picking up on in the appeal. Uh, we're kind of stuck, I think, with, in a political war as well. And, and with Warrington Borough Council, I think mm. we're being used as a pawn in the political game. Um, but uh, hopefully we will get that. And then on the back of that, we're, we're going to put some parking in on the back right, which because that has the um, support of Grant Shapps and Baroness but there, okay. um, Baroness Sorry, we, we should get we should get that. But we have to go through with the uh, uh, fueling first. But you know, we want to be just more than a, a, a wash, and we want yeah. to provide safe, secure facilities that, are, uh, and also that, that the fueling itself is such a good system. You can fuel a, a whole um, truck in five, in five minutes. Sorry, and you can get ad blue as well, and and um, ULPG. I tell you, so, yeah, well, I you know, tell you something. So you want to? I don't know what the possibilities are for something you maybe want to look into is. Um, LNG gas because 
Um, Lim, yes. Lim had well. There's a bit of a um, scandal. Well, scandal might not be the right word. Um, there's controversy. <laughs> there's controversy about it in Scotland because the main LNG gas supplier um, that was supplying the gas to there was a site at Les Mahego, W H Malcolm had one. There was one at Carlisle, and there was one at Lim, and they've all been removed now. So if you own a truck that runs on liquefied natural gas in Scotland, you can't actually use it at the moment. So why were they, why were they all removed? Uh, they decided that it wasn't kind of profitable, uh, and they decided to pull out of it. But it's kind of chicken and egg situation with LNG at the moment, whereby the trucks are slowly getting more popular, but. There needs to be investment yeah. into the network um, by the suppliers and the government needs to do it as well because this stuff, I mean, it's potentially, there's a great environmental benefit from it because it's um, almost, if it's biogas, which is like created from like food waste, then it's completely renewable. Um, but there's no, I, uh, there's no LNG I, gas uh, facilities um, anywhere in Scotland or like the north of England at the moment, which is... Um, I used to be able to, like two years ago, I was driving, three years ago now, sorry, I was driving an LNG Iveco full time from Scotland. And today we've actually gone backwards because I could no longer do it. So it would be worth <laughs> looking wow. into um, if there was yeah. a space or a facility yeah. to get an I'm LNG sure. um, tank in there, yeah. just as an aside. It would, it would be a great, yeah, um, that I would definitely discuss it with Sirtas because I'm sure that they've mentioned LNG to me before. Sirtas are looking uh, uh, mm-hmm. are already looking into LNG. I think they've made quite a few inroads on it. So um, I will definitely bring that up. Worth consideration. That's, that's yeah. Useful to know. I can't. Uh, yeah, definitely. It's, it's amazing none in the north. <laughs> it, it, it is. I mean, I know guys who have got LNG trucks and they're very expensive, um, sitting parked mm-hmm. up because they can't fuel them. And it was. When I was um, working them in 2018, it was great um, because I could get fueled up. Um, yeah. Like I say, I could use Carlisle, which um, that was never used enough, the problem with that. But I could come in. I used to come into Lim all the time to fuel um, to fuel with yeah. LNG. And yeah. I, I was in there as recently as December last year when I had, in fact, I had that little white Scania. I don't think I brought that in. No, in fact, that was yeah. that was 2019. God, I've, I've, I've lost a year. Because of twenty twenty, everyone's just doesn't, doesn't <laughs> I think count. we've all lost you. <laughs> uh, but I, I know what you mean about like building like parking as well. I'm not a fan of parking in big motorway service areas. Um, I prefer to always find like independent truck stops to park in where I can. Um, and yeah. like, my favourite ones are the ones where you get like a little bit, you know, uh, more of a kind of personal touch. I do like going into ADS at Stoke. Yeah. Um, I'll plug them because they're all, they're always like really friendly and. But the thing is, as yeah. well, if you're in like some of the really big places as well, it's constant noise all night. It's nice to go to a truck stop, you know, when you get a little bit more personal service and you feel a bit more secure. So good luck with um, all the planning and everything that you've got yeah. going forward. And, you know, keep in touch with us regard all your special events Thanks. that you've got coming up going forward. And we'll see if we can get involved with them as well. That would be fantastic. Um, oh, that would be great, Dougie. And, yep, um, and we'll... That would be great. I think we're, we're doing advertising now in Truck and Driver as well because it's such a great magazine. And I know uh, all our customers are reading it, so um, it's great to be able to um, support you guys as well, you know, because you're a great support for us. So we really appreciate yeah, it. that's great. Thank I wonder you. if I could get. I wonder if I could get it set up so you could sell Truck and Drivers at the kiosk. Then you could... Um, 
You can make something back. Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's possible. Definitely possible. Well, we'll have you back on the podcast again soon. Um, And uh, wish you all the best with everything that's on the go. And hopefully I will be back in with a truck as well, the next demonstrator I get when I'm passing. Oh, that'd be great. Just one thing, do yeah, that'll be great. Just send me a WhatsApp. Just one thing, do you might be interested in for trucking driver is um, that we uh, we we've got like on the fencing now. We're going to do some mesh advertising as yep. well. So you know, for you guys or anyone else, yes. we have solid signs that you'll have seen. But we've got other advertising yeah. that is a little bit cheaper and stuff like that, do So you know, all things to do with the industry to help the drivers for information that they can drive in and go, oh, my God, I need a medical. There's mm-hmm. default drivers. Oh, I need some advice on dangerous goods. There's a rap cap. Good you idea. Know, so, um, oh, truck and driver, yeah. you know, so all stuff. Just trying to um, get the side. Like, like, all along more, the fence panel. Yeah. Sounds good so, to me. Uh, it's just going to be, it's more than a truck wash. And hopefully. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, we'll get the planning yeah. sorted and then we'll yeah. be. Uh, more than a <laughs> truck wash. Yep. All Fantastic. right. Fantastic. Cool. Well, thanks very much. Thanks yeah. very much. More um, than a trip. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend, <laughs> and I'll so catch much. up with you Do soon. You, yeah, you too. Take care. Thank All you. Right. Bye bye. Have a good bye weekend. Bye. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Truck and Driver podcast. Please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. To keep up to date with the latest news, 100% for drivers, visit truckanddriver.co.uk where you can also subscribe to the print edition of Truck and Driver magazine, which publishes on the last Friday of every month. The Truck and Driver podcast is produced by Sound Rebel. To find out more, please visit soundrebel.co.uk.